You're listening to The Roost Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Roost. This is usually where Chelsea responds, but Vlad, go for it. So you are hearing a new voice today. That is because the fabled Vlad has joined the nest. I'm sure you've probably heard about me, or maybe you haven't. I don't probably know. Probably not. So Vlad and I have known each other for ten, almost ten years. Yeah, sounds about uh, right. Eight years, seven years, eight years, something like that. And I, as I drink my drink, so basically we went to college together, had a bromance, avoided really weird people. Uh, I he was more successful than I was there. Yeah, that's true. That's because I had a tolerance that was like, all right, after a certain time, I don't want to deal with you anymore. Sorry, that's just how it is. Whereas I ended up rooming with Hagrid. <laughs> hey, if you, I tag you in this on Facebook, he may listen to this. Okay. Oops. That's okay. Honestly, I don't think he will. Yeah. So, uh, basically, we, you know, we ended up having a lot of the same hobbies, whatever. I joined an anime club, which he was a part of, and this is probably going to be the most content-filled episode that's going to stretch as far as we can, because it's the intro for Vlad episode. Yay. So, okay. So, uh, Vlad... You moved in downstairs. Mm-hmm. How are you liking it? Uh, there are some things that needed to be improved, mostly the kitchen. Oh, Cleaning, I have been yeah. Wor- uh, yes, I have been working on that, and now that it's starting to settle down, my only issue is that the cat needs too much attention. All the time. All the time. So if you guys want to know what the past couple days have been like since Vlad has moved in, um, we've been doing stuff, what, like... Almost every day. Not every day. Almost every day. Mm-hmm. Like, we played the Toho fighting game last night. Uh, what? It's that 14.5, right, Vlad? Yep, 14.5. I don't know anything about Toho. I, uh, I played the cutest character and destroyed him in several circumstances. Uh, that is quite subjective. Not the fact that it may be the cutest character or not. The fact that you destroyed me. Oi, mate. I'm going to fuck you up. We're going to do it later. Okay. We're going to fuck each other up. The butt. Yes. With a pencil. (laughs) (laughs) So this is kind of like the synergy that we have. Vlad and I have hosted podcasts in the past. Vlad, do you remember what the old podcast name was when we did Dota 2 coverage? Casual Talk, I believe. Right. It was... You know what? I completely forgot that. And the reason behind that is, is because we had like six people that actually listened to that podcast. Yeah. And that's because it was so narrow-minded, like, mm-hmm. narrowed down, all about Dota. Yeah. Um, we recorded, like, once every week, which was super nice. Yep. We, we did call, like, almost all of, like, the 7.0 changes. That was pretty impressive. Yeah, I know. Uh, and the biggest change being stairs. <clears throat> um, so we got a couple fun stories uh, that I can tell over the, uh, over the air about Vlad and I. Um, some of them I'm not going to tell. All right. Like how you never play Mario Party with Vlad. Yeah, that, that's don't. A, that's a staple. I got punched in the nuts because I got beat him to a star. Yup. Uh, let's see. God, what else do we have? We have tons of stories. 
We have the Dingman apocalypse, but we're never going to talk about that. Oh, God. I actually, you know, I don't think I was there for most of the Dingman saga. Yeah, but you were the one that initiated it. Was I? Oh, fuck, I was. You were the one that invited him in over to our group. Cause I was literally just trying to make him get away from me, okay? In my defense, I was the, like, everybody else in the entire student administration had gone away for, like, a weekend. Right. And I thought that the thing that they were going to was some leadership seminar that sounded dumb as hell. So I stuck around, and they're like, oh, since you're the only person around and you're our treasurer, you should just go be, uh, go represent us at the stupid little open house thing. And then, like, so... I, I get the weirdest people coming up to me and asking me questions, and I'm just trying to be polite because right. I have a very high tolerance, as we've mentioned before, for like weird people. And so I'm just trying to kind of just trying to get this guy to go away. And apparently, I leave some really good impression with him. And yeah, he the rest is proceeds the to suck. haunt our friend group. Yeah, uh, to the point where he claimed to f Ray's girlfriend at the time when never even meeting her. <laughs> Or knowing who she was, you know weird, that story, right? The weirdest fucking thing to me. I'm sorry. That's like that's a co- that's a huge coincidence, though. Yeah. Oh man, what else is there? Is just so many things that happened in college. We have photos upon photos of stuff in college, like how um, there's a picture of you, uh, you and Matt. I don't know if you remember Matt, uh, Kaplan. Sounds about right. Yeah. With his uh, with bottles down your pants. Yep. Because we were drinking. Yep. Uh, guys, don't drink <laughs> if you're underage. If you're overage, drink as much as you want. I don't care. Just don't drive. There you go. Love Do your it. mama. It's cool. Yeah, drink and don't drive. Do it. It's cool. Stay home. I don't know. Take a bath. Maybe without a toaster, please. <laughs> okay. So, all right. We're having a lot of fun. So, uh, God. So Vlad's kind of like my anime guru, right? In a way. Would we call it an anime guru or would we just call it anime? The the advisor, I guess. Right. The so, filter. I'm there to watch all the trash so he doesn't have so to. So he don't have to. So we're going to talk about anime this episode. It's something that we haven't really done besides talking about Pokemon and Digimon. So Vlad, favorite anime of all time, go. Uh... Probably Bacano, honestly. Bacano Pico, seriously? Oh yeah, totally. I love it. It's my favorite. No, Bacano is fantastic. Um, it's the English dub, right? I honest, it's the only show that I will say that I prefer the English dub. Um, they use a lot of high end voice actors on that part. Yeah, it's more of the the show since it takes place in like New York and Boston in the like I don't fucking remember exactly. It was like eighteen hundreds, right? Yeah. Or well, early 19 something. It was like 19. It was like the 1900s. Yeah, they, they actually make an effort to sound like that, and I thought that that was a pretty nice. I'm going to look it up while we talk. It. Okay, go for it. Um, I feel that the show is fantastic. Um, a, Apparently, it extends further, and I haven't actually read the novels because I'm a lazy piece of crap and don't read. I, I um, mean, but, but like, God, they call it a black comedy. Hmm. Because I mean, in a, in a weird sort of way, it is, it is kind of a comedy. It's like a, a sort of comedy slash drama slash weird supernatural period piece. Um, okay. Uh, 
I guess I got it spoiled a little bit. Okay, so for those of you who haven't don't seen... Don't look... Don't... Before before you say anything... For those of you who haven't seen the show, don't look at the Wikipedia yeah, page, apparently. That's, that's what I was about to say, because it told me about why they are like they are. Yeah. And that hasn't, um... I don't know. Anyway. Sorry. Uh, um, it's 1930s when it takes place. Gotcha. So it's like... It's about a bunch of 1930s gangsters on a train. Right. That's told in this weird kind of like non-chronological order where everything's kind of out of place. And you've got a bunch of people that are trying to rob the train. You've got like these two competing factions of gangsters that want to kill each other. You've got some weird like immortal, I don't know, group of gangsters. And, right. like, the whole thing's going on. It's just a bunch of different plots together, and they uh, intermesh in these weird, cool coincidences. And the, and, and the weird thing about that type of plot is, is that that's a hard-as-hell plot to make, like, where it's all these different sides revealing all these different things about each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason being is because you could fuck it up real badly by just, like, I don't know, uh, making one person's story completely bland and boring. Yep, but they actually managed to make basically all of the characters very likable. Relatable? Mm-hmm. Well, not necessarily relatable, but definitely likable or enjoyable. Right. So, okay, so Bacchino's your favorite. God, I mean, I don't want to sound, like, weird here, but I think my favorite anime... Is Cory in the house? <laughs> yes, is Cory in the house? Uh, no, I would have to say, I'd have to say One Punch Man. All right. I mean, it's not a bad choice, but it's like a popular choice, which I hate. Yeah, yeah. The I don't. The hipster gene is in there telling you to hate it. I know it can't be your favorite, but but it's fantastic. Like, I I really enjoyed that series. I'm for a while was up to date with the original webcomic. That's the one that's not drawn well. Right. But uh, it's it's interesting to look at that in particular because while he doesn't, the, the artist behind uh, One Punch Man doesn't have a particularly good artistic skill in like actual drawing, mm-hmm. the actual composition of the scenes is still very well done. Right. Um, He's got a very good aesthetic sense outside of that. He just doesn't have the technical ability, I guess, to pull off the drawing. And that's why the uh, the one that I think it's Murda that okay. um did goes through is going through and doing the redraws. Mm-hmm. Turns out, I think that's one of the reasons that that turns out so well. You know, the thing that bothers me about One Punch Man and all these other anime and anime in general is that it's not like the U.S. where the U.S. has uh kind of like. How do I put it? The um the US is very much like you have something air. If it succeeds and it does well, you're going to get a sequel, most likely. Right? Mhm. Continuation of it based on whatever source material there is. Yep. In Japan, you you're never guaranteed a sequel on anything. Yeah. We were told 4 years ago that there would be a sequel to fucking uh Panty and Stocking. Where is that? <laughs> uh, Man, yeah. that was Bones, right? Oh uh, no, that was that was fucking now I'm drawing this total blank. Bones Gynex, was the, that was fucking Gynex. Gynex. Right. Um Bones was the one that did uh Soul Eater and yep. everything all the, like, Bones and Gynex both have their own 
different sorts of shitty endings that they're known for. Well, I mean, Bones has that whole, we take everything from the, we want to do an anime adaption of a manga, but instead of halting production or ending a season, we're just going to end the series. Yeah. Which is like Full Metal Alchemist had that, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Full Metal, was the original Full Metal Alchemist Bones? I don't think it was. I think Bones was the Brotherhood version of it. Are you sure? I swear the original one was... I'm going to look it up. Look it up. <laughs> Sorry, look it up! Yeah. Uh, Bones Studio, right? <clears throat> All right, let's check it out. Uh, so, apparently, the reason why I like a lot of their stuff is because they do a number of things that I enjoy. Oh? So, have you seen Wolf's Reign? Apparently, that's their original work. I think I, I saw a chunk of that and just never finished it. So, I guess they did do the original Full Metal Alchemist. All right. Yeah, because people always make fun of the Bones ending. Right. Um... Actually, can we let's let's have a real anime talk here. Uh, as much as One Punch Man's my favorite, they're probably JoJo is probably my second. All right, what part? Uh, okay, so this is where when, he embarrasses himself for being an anime only casual. I know, right? So okay, so there's first, <laughs> so there's there's first JoJo, right? Mm-hmm. Then there's second JoJo. Yeah. Right? And then that's when second JoJo was like, I'm going to fight over in the... Uh, fight Se- against the... Second JoJo was Pillar Men. It was the, did you... Uh, it's the, the next thing you're going to say is... Yeah, second JoJo was best JoJo in my opinion right now. Third JoJo, I've only gotten a little bit into that season with like the, the stands and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think the last thing I watched was that he was in prison. All right. Second JoJo, probably the whole second JoJo arc mm-hmm. is like my favorite anime. If you could cons- like make it that small. All right. Right? Like one of my favorite parts ever is the whole struggle that JoJo has when he's trying to fight uh the pillar men. Uh like Remember when JoJo has like the the ring put into him mm-hmm. that's going to disintegrate? Sorry, spoiler alerts for anybody that hasn't watched season two of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. You should watch it; it's quite good. Yeah, just just go watch it and then yeah. come back here. But or just forget I ever said anything like this, uh, or you know, scrub ahead a minute and a half. Like when they put the ring in him, and then they have to def- he has to defeat all of the like the lackeys before, you know, like all like the brothers or whatever they are called, mm-hmm. right? I love that idea, right? I love the idea of um, people being strong enough to put up a fight against you, and they're not even the toughest guy. Mm-hmm. And you have to improve by fighting against them. <laughs> also, the fact that Dio was not really in that that much. Yeah, I hate to say it, because I know he's like super popular as a villain, but I feel like Dio was just not anywhere near the best villain of uh, the JoJo series to begin with. Don't get me wrong. I think Do- or Dio's of... I think Dio had his place. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not true. I've watched a lot more of 3rd JoJo. Because 3rd is the one with the woman who has the, the son, right? And, like, they have the pick... Uh, and then 2nd JoJo has the stand power where he can smack the camera. 
Yep. And break it, and then it gives them a future picture. Yep. Or a spirit picture. Yep. Yeah, I've watched a lot of the third then. Okay. Because I got up to the point where they killed her son. Mm-hmm. And she just has, like, a meltdown because her son's killed. Yep. Yeah. So, JoJo's fantastic. Go watch it. Um... My favorite part is part seven, which will, which at the current rate of adaptation will probably be in around like 2025 or so. I don't know. It's fantastic. Have you figured, have you realized that, that once uh, animation gets going, they're a lot faster than everything else? Yeah. Well, think about it though, because like when you're recording voice work for an episode, um, animators, right? You get a team of animators to do something. Usually takes a while, but you can get seasons done in like a month if you really work at it to be completely animated without color and everything else obviously mm-hmm. i i don't really know a whole lot about the actual animation well, process think about it though animation always catches up to the manga releases always because manga is like 10 times harder to make because you don't have any source material you don't have to churn it out for a schedule that and um you generally have uh, a single episode will cover like several like issues basically several chapters in it can i ask you a question yep how was space dandy see i never got into that show i i watched the first couple of episodes and i thought it was enjoyable if a bit stupid like mm-hmm. um but I never really saw the appeal of the series, and um, call call me a weeaboo for not liking the we- the western inspired show, but right. it just never really clicked with me. Apparently, a lot of Bones' anime is just being picked up by Adult Swim, hmm. like being made for Adult Swim or whatever. That's interesting. Apparently, there was a the Soul Eater remake. Oh God! I heard about that. Sorry, it's a, p- a spin-off series called Soul Eater. Not. Yeah. the The only thing I know about that is, from what I understand, the animation quality was really, really bad. So I may sound really weird here, but I was sitting down with Chelsea the other day, and we were watching. Um, because Super has a lot of Dragon Ball Super has a lot of animation problems. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I was rewatching the normal animation or the English dub of it it looks like they went over it and fixed a lot of animation problems in the English dub huh like it looks fantastic so they must have uh, either like had a chance to go back and kind of remaster it for lack of a better term or like well so the thing is is that when we talk about this stuff right like Dragon Ball so the thing is is that Dragon Ball is huge in the US Along, for some reason, everybody that I know from New York City loves Dragon Ball. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, we've we could talk about this phenomenon all day, mm-hmm. but um, they had a lot more to lose by not making it up to quality. All right. right. Like, well, by the way, speaking of how much I love JoJo, I have a fucking post right there. Yeah, the I remember seeing JoJo. that, and I've never commented on it, but yeah, right next to Bayonetta. <laughs> Fantastic. And Both of your reaching. sexual fantasies right next to each other. Yo, dude, I would write a fan fiction about JoJo X Bayonetta. <laughs> It'd be weird as fuck, and I would love it. You're acting like all you out there wouldn't write a freaking fan fiction about JoJo X Bayonetta? Definitely. Oh, right. I remember why I stopped watching, uh, why I stopped watching JoJo. 
Oh. Because you and I were talking, and you said, don't get it too attached to second JoJo. Remember, this is an anime. He's going to have to die sometime. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, you, sh- you should actually finish that. No, seriously. No, no, like, I mean, yeah. it's just that it just wasn't as good. Season three just wasn't as good as season two. So I didn't just, you know, go right through it and mm-hmm. do whatever. But then again, I survived season one. Yep. And season four has completed. Well, part four has completed. Right. Um, It was... I, I, for some reason to me, it was it didn't feel as good as the manga when I was reading that one. Right. But I have a very I'm have You're a very picky. strong attachment to that particular one. Mm-hmm. Four and seven are my favorite parts. So, uh, it, I don't know. Maybe it just wasn't as good when I had when I was rewatching it, knowing what was going to happen. Right. Um, maybe because you didn't have that oomph factor. Yeah, that's possible. I think I really need to finish up season two of My Hero Academia. See, that there's another show that I just couldn't really get into. That's another Bones anime, by the way. That's why it, re- it goes back into it. Yeah. Season one was fantastic. It really was. I really liked it. Um, It has a lot of, like, tropish things in it, but I don't care. You know? Like, I'm going through it, and I'm just like, yeah, that's a trope, but uh, I'm having a good time, so why do I care? Yeah, I get that. I, I just never really... Uh, you saw you never really got the appeal of it? Yeah. Or never really got interested in it? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Sorry. Uh, so, I don't know, man. Looking at my other posters on the wall, Fate got a new anime, didn't it? Did it? I don't uh, know. It got a new OVA because they had an... Uh, they had a mobile game release, the one that's really Christ. popular in Japan. It's oh, in the U.S. Boy. now, so you get to play it. Okay, so so to preface this here, I uh, played through the actual VN of Fate's Day Night back right. when I was in college years ago. When, when I knew, when I was first met, around the time I first met this guy. Yep. Um, I really, I hate the Fate series. And I know this is this is because it's one of those things to me that I've always felt was like, oh, you've got a really cool concept. What are you going to do with? Oh, oh I, I guess you're not you're not going to do anything with it. Mm-hmm. You're going to you're going to uh, just kind of. Yeah. Um. So I, I was not super keen on the um, even the the recent adaptation of the better route, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, unlimited blade route. Wow, unlimited, unlimited blade, blade works route, route right. is the better route, right? Um, but it's still not the best of the three routes, and I just felt that it was kind of lackluster. Do you, um, right. Now that you remind me, I do remember hearing about a potential apocrypha anime. Okay. And the Apocrypha story actually, to me, sounds like something that I would be interested in reading about. What is watching. the? Do you even know what it is? Okay, like, so what's basically, the behind it? um, this takes place in. I, I'm not sure about the canonity of this one. I That's think okay. it, it kind of contradicts some of the stuff in the original. Right. But um, so it's in some Eastern European country. They've created an artificial Grail. Okay. Um. And someone tries to, one of the other factions tries to interrupt this process and uh, basically activates a failsafe in the Grail that summons another seven servants. And so you have essentially a seven versus seven kind of team conflict. 
Right. And um, th- there's a trap. This, these are the things that I know about it. Uh, right. Saber's daughter is also has the exact same character design as Saber, but better dressed. My um, wait. So how do you have the seven showing up for this artificial Grail? I I don't know. You I know haven't... what I mean. Like, cause like, wasn't that the whole? Wasn't the whole entire point of the Grail was that these seven were kind of like bound to it? Yeah. To um. I guess my response is I've only read the like introductory chapter when they were first translating the novels. Um, I there that was the only amount that was translated at the time, and uh, I never remembered enough to go back into it and uh, actually reread it when it finished. So, from what I understand, I've got a couple of friends that are really big into the series, and they're like, oh, yeah, something about an apocrypha anime. And I'm like, all right, that seems interesting. So, maybe worth looking at, actually. Sounds good. All right, Charles, go ahead. Hi! Hopefully we will see you all at Kineticon, or at least some of you. Mostly I've been into my little small corner hidey hole sewing. You're sewing hidey hole? My sewing hidey hole, which is... Thank you. Finally finished. All sewing is done. Good. Yeah. Foomp. Alrighty. I'll see you in a little bit, Chelsea. I, yeah, you need my keys. That's why you're here. Exactly. I want the vroom vroom car. One sec. Yay! I get the toy! Okay, so, back to anime talk, right? Mm-hmm. Because I guess that's what we're doing right now. Um. I guess that makes a good transition into... Another question. Who's I asked you this before and just to think about it so you could come up with a good solution mm-hmm. or a good answer. What is your favorite anime antagonist? <sighs> or you could do video game too. That uh, you see I I've always like I'm just still having a hard time coming up with one off the top of my head. Because um I used to be really big into the whole, like, oh, the best villains are the ones that uh, could be interpreted as the heroes in the other light, etc., etc. But I've really... I've grown to really like the characters that enjoy what they're doing. You mean, like, not even that they're thinking that it's right, like they understand completely what they're doing, what the consequences are, and they just don't care? Yeah, kind of. Like, that's why... um. I know, I know this is the one that gets thrown around a lot, but Go one of it. my favorite video game villains was Kefka from FF6. Right. Because um, Kefka, Kefka, I never played FF6, but from what I understand, Kefka knows exactly what he's doing. He's an, he's an evil asshole. He right. knows he's an evil asshole. He doesn't care, and he seems genuinely like he's enjoying almost everything that he does when, he's, uh, when you encounter him. And I just really... I, I love that in both, like, the protagonist and the antagonist roles. I just can always seem to get behind the character that's having fun. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Super again, I think my favorite has to go to Frieza. Only reason is because of the character development they give him in Super, which really pushes him over the line as, like... I don't know, before everything else, he was, like, this galactic space overlord, Right. And then as he gets more powerful and goes down the line, becomes Golden Frieza, whatever, he becomes just this, I want to kick everybody's ass, I want to kill because I can, and it's fun, right? Mm-hmm. 
he gets an option at one point to abandon everything and let everything that he knows, like, let his universe be destroyed. He wants to, like, become a traitor against his universe or whatever, right? And at that point, someone's like, but surely there's something in your universe you want to save. Like, you know, like, people that you love, memories of a place that you've been, things like that. And then Frieza's just like, no, I only care about saving myself. I can win this whole entire damn thing for you. You just give me everything I want. Yep. And that's a fantastic villain point mm. where they almost get to the point where they cut off almost all. It's almost like they, the best, you know how people say the best villains are the ones that are humanized mm-hmm. that like, you know, the whole, Oh, they could be good. Whatever. Yeah, that's good if it's done and written well, but that's kind of old now. Let's be honest. Like, everybody and their mother's doing it. Yep. So that's why I like the ones that are actually just pure evil. Yeah, I've kind of started feeling the same way. I think it's because, you know, we have, like, that whole pendulum swing, right, mm-hmm. that they talk about in society. Yeah. yeah, we've gotten the pendulum swung to the side of, is this person good or are they evil? Well, I mean, in certain eyes, the Jedi are evil, right? Like, yep. that whole prequel meme. Mm-hmm. Um Instead, prequels were shit. Yeah, they were. So was episode seven. You mean episode nine? Nine, yeah, that's what I mean. Because episode. Yeah, fuck. Wait. No, no, no. Episode seven. Seven, seven yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because four, five, six. Uh, seven. I, seven was just a, really a rehashing of six. Except, do you mean. Uh, seven was a rehashing four. of four. Yeah, and, except worse. Um, I'm okay with it. I really am. If they're going to retell a story, at least they chose a good story to retell. On the other hand... Sorry, go ahead. On the other hand, Mm -hmm. I think that the vastly superior new Star Wars thing to come out was Rogue One. I didn't see it. Okay, I won't spoil it for you. I know everybody dies in the end. Okay. Well, I think that that's a a, a good part of it. (laughs) But that's not because I dislike the characters, but because it made it very self-contained, and it didn't feel like there was anything like, oh, yeah, there's no way this character is going to be injured. It left, left, like, some ambiguity of, um, oh, man, like... Is the, are there going to be serious consequences to this sort Didn't of thing? We, well, that's kind of like the Game of Thrones-esque stuff, right? Yeah, I guess. Like, Game of Thrones was very much the kind of uh, story that was like, you know what, fuck it, we're going to finally just do whatever I damn well please. Who's the main character? You're the... You, the reader, are the main character, because I'm telling you a story. Except... And, yeah, go ahead. I, I, I'll go on my Game of Thrones rant. Hold on. Um, We should say... All right, so why don't we do this? Yeah. Before we go on the Game of Thrones rant, yeah. Anybody who has not watched Game of Thrones up to the current point, or actually, I, for reference, I have only read the books right. and watched the first season. Right. So we're gonna we're gonna do Game of Thrones talk here. Yeah. Very end because Game of Thrones is a fantastic anime. <laughs> yep, definitely. <laughs> hey, second best, actually... second best non-anime, anime non-anime. Yeah, well, second best non-anime anime. What was your what's your number one sec, uh, best non-anime anime? Real life. All right, how about how about we hold the Game of Thrones talk over to next time so that we can make a whole episode about it? That way, people who want to not get spoiled on stuff can just tune out. All right, yeah, that sounds like a better idea. I was thinking about adding it on to the end here, but I have a recording cap. That's why we take breaks or whatever. Yep. So I don't want to get into a serious talk and then have to stop. Yep. So why don't we talk about favorite heroes in anime and then we'll call it all right 
um, or underrated anime, or anime that you think that's been hyped up. All right, let's do two things. Okay. Or three things. First one is underrated anime. Anime that you think was really good, but no one really ever appreciated it. Okay. So second thing is, yep. second one, I'm going to have you think about it before gotcha. we do it. Second one is uh, anime that we that has been overhyped, and we know it's overhyped, but we think it deserves to be overhyped. Yep. Like, it deserves all the hype it got, that everybody loves it. All and right. then third is favorite anime protagonist. Okay. Go. All right. So, um, I, I got an answer to the first one right away. Yep. I really enjoyed, uh, Mondaiji Tachi something something. I cannot remember the full Japanese name. The English one is, uh, Problem Children Are Coming From Another World. Okay. And um, this was a show that got criminally screwed in terms of, like, budget and uh, popularity and a whole bunch of other things. Right. Basically, the initial premise is the, um, you know, oh, man, our world's kind of screwed. We got to go summon heroes from another world to help us sort of thing. Right. Uh, except it's not really the whole world that's screwed. It's more like just this little faction. In it's it. like the neighborhood. Yeah, basically. So... The, the difference is that instead of, like, these heroes growing gradually and, as, like, characters and in strength the whole time, they come at, they summon, like, the three most overpowered asshats. And these, the characters are all jerks that they summon. And okay. it's great because of that. Because you can't help but, like, really enjoy like the main character's whole th immediate reaction is to sexually harass the rabbit girl that summons him that's fantastic and like it just he just never stops being this like kind of like full of himself but rightfully so odd character and he's it's just really enjoyable to watch so okay. that's one of my favorite series and I feel it's criminally underrated okay for me um Honestly, I mean, like, as being, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I'm gonna say my favorite anime is gonna be in a, that's been criminally underrated. Uh, I would say, God, I'm a nerd for saying this, but, uh, the fourth season of Digimon, the Frontier one, the one where they transformed into Digimon, because it gave, like, this, it was always, like, when you watch that series, it was always... Guy sitting in the background hoping that his friend can save the world. Mm-hmm. And, oh, man, I can help you do stuff, but everything that they, they show there shows that almost any Joe Schmo could do anything there. Yep. Season four was, okay, look, you're doing this with some help. Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't know, it's, it's just fantastic. There's all these, like, dark plots in it that aren't too dark. Stuff like that. Mm -hmm. All right. Favorite anime that has gotten hyped to shit, like fantastic, that you think deserved all the hype? I unabashedly, unashamedly love Gurren Lagann. Yeah. I think that it's, while it has its flaws, I think it's just fantastic at the, um, the just absurd escalation, uh, the kind of almost parody that it becomes of uh, a lot of the other similar sorts of shows. Well, yeah. And uh, the characters and their character arcs are generally, I feel, very deserving of the hype. My uh, my one isn't exactly hyped to shit, but it is hyped constantly as people's favorite anime. 
I'm going to say Code Geass. Oh, man, I love Code Geass. We've, uh, we watched it together. You were one of the people that showed me Code Geass. Yeah. And we watched season two of it as well. Because I was watching Code Geass, and I'm like, what the fuck is this mecha anime? And then it turned into something completely different. Because it's not really a mecha anime. It's a... It's a... It's a supernatural thriller. Yeah, in a way. We'll call it that. Yeah. It's a supernatural political thriller. Yeah. I I have a... I won't say that I completely unironically love Code Geass in the same way that I do Gurren Lagann, because... Let's face it, the show is a bit of a train wreck, but it's a superbly entertaining train wreck to watch. not just that, but, like, you know, while you're watching it, you're like, okay, I have hope that everything is going to work out in the end because of X, Y, and Z reasons, and nothing works out, <laughs> and it's fantastic. Yeah. It shows how complex the human mind is to a certain extent. It shows how complex politics is. And how everything was so close to being okay, and then just gets ruined. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Code Geass, go watch it. And then watch season two. Season two was pretty good, too. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just gonna laugh a little bit about that. Well, I mean, it was very much worth it. And then they're releasing... It's, it's very like, much... Oh, it's definitely worth watching, I'll say that. I, I love it. I would say that it's not one of those that I would go back and watch unless I was super in the mood. I've only seen season one and season two once. Mm-hmm. And that's all you really need because it's really depressing. Mm-hmm. But it's it's like it's like a car crash, except in your exhaust pipe are fireworks, <laughs> and they're going off constantly. Yep. While God bless America is blaring out of your speakers. Yep. God bless Britannia. Sorry, Britannia. Yeah. That was a little bit strange too. Didn't we have another? All right. Sorry. Favorite anime protagonist. Go ahead. Um. Hmm. I, I'm totally blanking on this one. You should take it first and give me a moment to think about that. Another anime? Well, I'll talk about this. Another anime that deserves all the hype it gets. Yep. Uh, the Devil is a Part-Timer is See, fantastic. I, I couldn't like that series after the first, like, two or three episodes. I know. And it was just because the whole thing... it It's a it, tongue-in-cheek anime, though. Yeah, yeah, the whole but the whole thing, it started as, like... This comedy that arose from this guy who's an evil overlord that's now working at basically McDonald's. Right. And it felt like it ceased to be that and just turned into a very, like, generic tsundere rom-com after a few episodes. Yeah, but I I still think it it. was really good. Mm -hmm. All right, um... Let's talk... All right, so instead of protagonists, let's do... Actually, I, I did have a good idea for this. One of my favorite anime protagonists is um, the main character from Dorarara. I have never seen all of Dorarara, by the way. All right. You, I definitely say it, it's worth a watch. Okay. Uh, Ryugamine Mikado, and I probably misspoke that. That's um, okay. But he... Dorarara did this thing for me where every time... It would make me really start to dislike a character, and it would be like, "Oh, it's another, it's another one of these episodes." Right. And then all of a sudden, they would pull some little twist at the end that totally changed the way that I thought about that character, and was like, "Oh, wait, no, never mind. This is a great character. This that was totally cool, and I want them to do more stuff like that." And so that's why I really thought that, ah. Uh, it was a great uh, 
it's he's a great character um i would i don't want to explain really too much into it because That's james okay. here hasn't seen it and part of what makes it great is the the <laughs> twist that happens like at the end of the first season right so um i'll, I'll leave it off at that can i uh, can i go a little deviate all right so i have two go for it one is uh is the main uh god what's his name makoto the main character from Danganronpa. All right. Just, he has actual development. He, he's just a fantastic character that, like, you see his real-world ambitions. Like, he's put in this quite obscene situation. Like, I don't know. Play the vid- play the game, guys. It's on Steam. It's yeah, fantastic. Yeah, you, you should play the, play the game just rather like, than watch the show because it the uh, show is better. The show gives you one option. While the playing the game gives you a whole bunch of ways to interact with stuff and still leads you down kind of the same types of paths with stuff, it's fantastic. It's yep. one of my favorites. One of the it? one of the things that, uh, for clarification, one of the things that is a real draw for this game is that uh, the the characters are all extremely colorful and uh, very like out there and kind of outlandish and that's one of the things that makes it very enjoyable to watch is these like kind of crazy characters and them interacting with each other and the the development they get to yep and so the game being a bit longer and having a bit more of these options uh, really shows off that to a much greater extent than the animation does so that's a this is a case where I would definitely recommend it don't get me wrong I bet the I think the animation is not bad at all Mm -hmm. I just feel like if you are you you are super interest in watching the anime play the game first yep just do that uh last little bit because we have like a minute left before i have to stop the timer um my favorite character out of all anime probably has to be the main character from my hero academia reason being is because he is that character that's like the designated wimp character whatever but it's the idea of the wimp like i want to be better character anime protagonist from all the shonen done correctly all right because they don't make him progress too fast they don't make him grow up too fast they just have him develop mm-hmm. like he's supposed to be yeah and guys for now that's gonna be the end of the episode because i'm running over time uh thank you guys thank you Vlad, for joining me today no problem you will be around a lot more since chelsea's a lot more busy yep. we will be at Kineticon this weekend seven seven or seven nine or whatever uh thanks guys uh i'll talk more about cons next time we're here have a good one Bye bye